This episode of Toddversations is brought to you by Envy, the ultimate Apple experience. Learn more about Envy at envyapple.com. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? Welcome. We're super glad you're here hanging out with us today. I truly hope you're having a good day. I really do. I say that every time we start these shows, I really wish that every morning. The world has a good day, just kind of wakes up with a lot of love and kindness. People get along and oh my God, what do you think about that, Vince? That'd be kind of ideal if the, woke up, the world woke up with a bunch of love and kindness all at the same time. We wouldn't know what the hell to do with ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I agree 100%. I think it'd be awesome. We got a great show today. I'm excited about this one. I really think this brand is really doing some really cool stuff and I want to get into it. I want to peel back a little about who they are and what they are and, and the traditions involved with with this company. And, and Vince is here. He's going to hang out with us a little bit today. And Vince is a senior VP of sales and marketing for Turners and Growers. So please, everybody pull over, stop on the treadmill, whatever the hell you're doing, get out from underneath your desk. Your boss knows you're down there. Quit bullshitting them, making them think you're hiding down there. We see you. Anyways, give it up and welcome my friend, Vince Lopes. Sir, welcome. I'm glad you're here today. Thank you, Todd. It's a beautiful day in the Monterey Bay. It's sun is out, which, uh, most people know it doesn't happen every day during the summer here. So it's uh, a just great day. Glad to be here. Yeah. I like how you go. With, it's a great day in Monterey Bay. And then you just zing everybody with the sunshine comment. If anybody's ever been to Monterey Bay, that's nice. Way to go. Nice. Open up with a dagger, Vince. Way to go. Way to go. I love it. You know, it's a hundred, it's a hundred thousand degrees here in the San Joaquin Valley. And you're talking, well, you don't have fog today. Yeah. You know, I don't really care. I hope now I hope, you know what? I hope it starts raining quite frankly, but just on you. No, I'm teasing. I'm still I grew up here. in the San Joaquin Valley. So I know what you're talking about. So do I, brother. I mean, I tell you, it's, a, it's, a, it's getting balmy here and the snow is melting. It's kind of wild to say the least. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as I said, I'm really thrilled that you're here. I think it's exciting, you know, exciting brand of what you all do. And we're going to get into a whole bunch of it. We'll get into the app part of it here in a second, but before we get going, as I do with all my guests, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of give yourself a quick introduction and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and your bio real quick, and then I'll fire off my 5 million questions I got for you. All right. My name is Vince Lopes, and I grew up in the Central Valley of California and uh, been in agriculture all my life. Grew up on a dairy farm. Uh, went to school, um, the junior college in Reedley and eventually Cal Poly, and then eventually uh Started in the produce business way back in the late 80s and spent about two and a half decades in the berry business. Um, saw the berry business through all its growth years and remember telling people it would be the number one category uh, way, way, way back about 20 years ago and, and got laughed at by a lot Is of people. Is way, way, way back really 20 years? Right? Yeah. As we get older, should we say way, way, way yeah. back and it's only 20 years? That's, you know, like way back would be 20 years. Way, way back is like, you know. That's making that's eight. You're dating us for that. Yeah, it was roughly 20 years ago that I was saying <laughs> that, and then 2008 it became true, and and it is the number one category in terms of in terms of sales um, in 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 uh, in fruit. But uh, more recently, I've uh, you know, I've always had a passion for for proprietary varieties, proprietary stock things that make. Uh, make the industry unique. And uh, when I had an opportunity to work for NB Apples, I just saw the vision as being huge and big and beautiful and and something that was going to be glorious and successful, which has turned out to be true so far. And it's got a much greater future behind it. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm uh, promoting Apples, um, primarily the Envy brand, but also the Jazz brand of Apples as right. well. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and it's and it's a really unique story. And we're going to get into it a little bit. But before we do, let's talk a little bit about 
TNG Turners and Growers a little bit if we can, because I, you know, they're a really big company. <laughs> they do a lot on a global scale. And I don't think a lot of people, you know, people know them, but people don't actually know them in, in a lot of ways. And so I want to talk about that a little bit. TNG has been around for 125 years. So it's not, you know, it, it didn't start yesterday, folks. It's been around, it's been around the bush for a bit. So if you wouldn't mind, just give everybody a little bit of a kind of an insight as to what all you sell and, and, and what countries you're farming in and kind of selling to, just kind of that whole global atmosphere, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, and thank you for that kind of plug, because I think when you're a big company from a little island, you know, way down under, um, a lot of people still haven't heard about them, but the, the old New Zealand apple pear board is, is how it started about 125 years ago. And, and the company has evolved quite a bit uh, since then. And what one of the things that they've been really good at is uh, genetics and harnessing really good genetics. And they've acquired um, really good genetics in pears and apples over the years and been really strategic in how they've um, placed them and, and particularly with uh, high quality growers around the world to uh, to grow them and, and, and promote them. Um, in New Zealand, they're a full line produce company uh, mm-hmm. and, and a wholesaler. And, and grow a lot of different items as well. We're also the the, the larger apple grower um, in New Zealand now, since since we've put a lot of plantings of envy down in New Zealand, and also we have jazz um, and some gala as well. Um, and then in, in terms of globally, uh, we have a footprint globally across across the world and uh, teams in Asia and Europe, especially. Um, but our team, our smaller team here is in the United States is known as EPI or Inza Fruit Products. And we're really charged with promoting uh, the brands uh, to make the, the brand successful for the growers and consumers here in, in, in North America. So what we really do is, uh, is our agents sell the product. Uh, and that's, that's Oppie and CMI and, and Rainier. Um, and they do a great job of, of bringing the retail business uh, platform uh, to the distribution of our products. What we do is provide a really big layer of marketing support behind that activity mm-hmm. to make sure the brand is successful and, and really create what we, try, what we call trial and conversion uh, of apples. I, I'd love to spend a lot of time just maybe giving a shout out on how we need to expand apple consumption in, 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 in the United States because the old apple a day, um, you know, phrase, it, it really does have a lot of power. If you go back and, and, and you look at what's in apples, one of the things that's in apples is malic acid. If you look up a pub med and search malic acid and viruses, you'll see that malic acid uh, unmasks viruses uh, pretty, pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. If you're ever like, driving somewhere and you're feeling a little tired and you're afraid you might fall asleep, you know, an apple is a good thing to carry in your car because of that malic acid gives you a little energy. Yeah. Um, but the old apple a day, um, you know, that quote, it, it really, it, it, I think it, it was more grounded and more popular years ago and it's kind of lost its traction. I really think it should come back. Um, I'm not in a position to, to really, what we do here to boost apple consumption, even though I'm a big promoter of that, big believer of that. But what we really try to do is is get 
new consumers because this is a new brand to right. come in and try the apple. And then we're, it's a great place to work when you have, when you're coming in just about every other day and uh, seeing comments on your social media feeds or emails or, or personal consumer correspondence where you have people that say, oh, wow, I finally tried an Envy Apple. I'll, not, I'll never eat another Apple again because it really is that ultimate Apple experience. It, right. Uh, just a nap. I, I usually have at least one a day. It's it's become a house favorite here pretty quickly. Well, you know, you, you kind of work there. You got to kind of support the team, right? You, you know, it makes sense. I like it. But I love what you say about consumption because it certainly is a topic of conversation that I think is incredibly important that we continue to talk about because, you know, so much when you think about consumption, it, we think about just eating, right? But there's there's different ways to look at it. You know, you, you know you're just getting calories for calories. You're getting calories for, for the benefit, this and that. There's a lot of different factors when it comes into that. And, and when you talk about consumption, especially in this country, we know there's been somewhat of a decline in consumption. We know coming post-pandemic that that consumption level has dropped a little bit and, and that we need to continue to raise that up because, you know, food is medicine and it's incredibly important. And I think that that's where you think about that old expression, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. That was kind of the mindset. Whatever that was back, we'll have, to, we'll have to go fact check when that came out. But it's, you know, that was, again, it's like, it's like TNG. It wasn't, they didn't start yesterday, right? That's an old expression. But you're absolutely right. The consumption is really, really, really important. And it's something that we need to continue to talk about. And that the, the industry itself, you know, increasing consumption of one thing lifts everybody up as well. So if you can increase consumptions of apples, it's going to have trickle down effect across every other category, and it keeps people back in shopping more into that produce department. I think it's incredibly important. So I appreciate you bringing that up because I think it's a really valid point that consumption really needs to be at the forefront. I think of what everybody's thinking about, and not just so focused on just them, but the whole better good of everyone. Because again, it lifts everybody up. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. I mean, I think it was Hippocrates that once said, "Let let thy food be." thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. Food, yeah. Um, and, and certainly, you know, with apples, you get the fiber, which fills you, which, you know, you, you a lot of people have the misconception with apples that if you eat a lot of them, you're going to get, you know, heavier or, or, mm -hmm. or not lose weight because of the sugar content. And it's actually the opposite. The, the fiber is so filling that um, the studies show that you actually lose weight when you eat apples. So you not only get the health benefits of it, but, but it's, but you get the fiber benefit, you lose weight. And then I, I eat the seeds as well. The seeds are loaded with, I think vitamins B17, maybe a little bit of B19, which are kind of rare B vitamins, but the ones that yeah. you need and typically aren't in a B supplement or B complex supplement. Right. And uh, those are very powerful cancer fighting, you know, anti-aging uh, forms of B vitamins. And uh, I, I just think uh, just more needs to be said about the apple. And, and I'll probably have to leave it right there because I could go on for about an hour on that. Well, but you, you, you know, you look, you make a really great point and it goes right back to what we just started three minutes ago, right? Food is medicine. And, you know, it's such an important part of what we do. And it has, you know, and food has so much control over so much on this planet from the climate you know, communities, our health, all these other things that revolve around agriculture and, you know, and, and health is a big, big part of that. So yeah, I, I you could talk about it for an hour. You got, you got kindred spirit in that conversation because I think it's incredibly powerful. And I think that we, we've gotten away from understanding the true value of our food. And I think you bring that point up really, really well by, by reemphasizing that, that food has value beyond 
caloric intake, right? There's something more to than the drive-in line, right? To go pick something up. And I just think it's powerful that we continue these conversations. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I really am. I think it's great. I think it's important that people hear that and have that moment to stop and pause and go, you know, right, you know, food is medicine. I need to think about what, it, what am I eating? Why am I eating it? And how do I actually value that? And how does it value into my life? And I think that's a big question that we need to ponder in this country and continue to keep raising. So thanks for doing that. I think it's great. I want to come back a little bit just to talk about TNG if we can. I'm going to get back to the Emmy part, but I don't want to forget this because I think this is such an important part of the DNA that's making up what you're trying to do here in North America, what the company has been about for 125 years. I mean, it's steep in tradition. You cannot be around for 125 years and not have some kind of tradition and some kind of cultural balance in your company. If you're surviving for 125 years and you're culturally inept, I don't know how the hell you could do that, but whatever. And one of the things that I really love about what you talk about is it's really how you guys view your global responsibility to the planet, to the people, and to produce. And that is big. That's a big statement because guardianship is not something that people, it's not a, it's not a phrase that people use. And that's what I thought it was super, super cool because you are responsible. You know, you have a, a responsibility in a much bigger place than just planting an apple. There's more to it than that. And I think that's really, really great. And, and three of the areas that I want to touch on and just have you expand upon it if you want is the traditions that you leave with is you call it our place which is building a healthier planet our people which is empowering everybody to be their best and then our produce which is safe and sustainable so talk to me a little bit you know from your perspective sitting in the driver's boat right now steering this thing through north america how does that tradition affect you what's it mean to you and how do you expel that back out yeah, well, first of all, I think it's pronounced Katiata Katanga, but... Um, okay, well, that is not how it is spelled. We don't hold yeah, that out whatever. to retailers here because uh, a lot of us can't even pronounce it correctly. Well, obviously. But, but there, are, <laughs> there, there are a lot of uh, very beautiful, uh, genuine New Zealand traditions within our company. Um, sometimes our meetings start with some type of phrase uh, in the Maori tradition or some type of um, respect or uh, uh, to that to that culture. And we actually in New Zealand have partnerships with uh, some of the Maori uh, people and, and gro actually growing apples. And I've actually met some of them um, and they're beautiful people. And uh, to go down there and meet them, I, I always, as I've been working here now, uh, going on four years, um, for some reason, I kind of feel grounded in that because I feel like there's a reason why I'm here and, 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 and attached to a New Zealand company, company. And that that tradition kind of resonates in the back of my mind of, of why uh, that might be. But it is a beautiful tradition. And those people really are about the land. And the respect for that isn't just a corporate thing. It's, we're not just, you know, we're not doing it to look good. We're not doing it to put on our website or, or make a statement. It's actually uh, an exchange of, of culture that takes place that's very genuine uh, within our company. And all of our leaders, uh, even on their emails, they'll, they'll sometimes have a little um, Maori um, gesture uh, in them um, just on their regular emails, typically in the beginning or the ending, whether it's the greeting or the, or the sign off. So it is embedded into our culture and translating that here, I think to the land and where we grow the majority of our apples in, in, in uh, Eastern Washington, we do have a small handful of growers who are um, 
EFI or Equitable Food Initiative certified uh, right. now, and and it and it's encompassing a, a, a good portion of of NV and even some jazz acreage, and it's you know that I think resonates well with with the traditions out of New Zealand because that's not just passing a regular food safety audit, right? It's not just a regular global gap audit. It's it's above and beyond. You're you're Correct. not only doing all that, but you're auditing the employees of the farm. You're going in, into some of the areas where they live. You're looking at, you know, are we building parks for these, for the kids, children, these people, are we providing medicine, uh, helping them with shelter during tough times. And it's, uh, it's going above and beyond. And, and that part really makes me uh, proud to be associated with the Emmy brand here uh, locally as well. Yeah, and, and and thank you for saying that the way that you did. And, and you know what I was leaning into, where I want to try to, to 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 throw out there for people to understand is that it's really the backbone about how you treat people. It's really the backbone about your customer service level. It's it's not just this transactional. Hey, thanks, see you later, bye. Because a you've got 125 years of roots in the ground for starters, but because of this tradition that you bring, and because you have this this guardianship mentality. You, you know, you just, it encompasses so much. And I think that that's one thing that I, that I found that could be really interesting is the way that you utilize that or that, that mindset as you go about treating your customers the way that you do. I think it's really powerful. Yeah, no, it's, like I said, it's genuinely grounded into our culture at the company. And speaking of the culture of the company, I, it, mm -hmm. it is uh, unique to me out of all the organizations that I've worked with that, um, you know, we don't we don't have like the traditional HR department. We actually have, um, you know, the you know the the VP of culture and and talent and 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 that kind of thing. And and it it is embraced across um, all the company worldwide. And and uh, everybody has a voice. And um, and everybody is allowed to to speak up. Uh, and it, it really it really charges the company. And and I think it makes it bring um, some of the vital essence of the people to the product and, and to what we do globally. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Well, talk, let's get in a little bit of, into the weeds. That's always a produce joke. It's always my go-to produce joke, getting into the weeds. I just think it's just, it's brilliant, right? I, I, I probably should just patent that thing. I don't even know, but I want to talk a little bit about going down the trail now of envy and what it is and why it is, because I think it's a really fascinating, A, I think it's a really fascinating story of, of what it is, but it's also a, incredible marketing story. It's a brand story. Um, it is It is not just an apple. It is an envy apple. It's to your point, as you said earlier, people get a hold of this thing. It's like, holy cow, this is an incredibly unique experience when it comes to an apple. So as we're staying on kind of talking on T&G and, and let's frame this thing up a little bit, talk to me a little bit about what Venture Fruit is down you know, with T&G and what you guys are doing. If you wouldn't mind, just give everybody a little frame because I want to talk about how we got to envy apples. Yeah, Venture Fruit is is established as a a company that uh, basically manages all of the genetics for TNG uh, globally, and it's it is a global venture. It, you know, we have genetics being planted in Asia, in South America, Africa, uh, all throughout Europe, UK, um, EU. So. They are responsible for, for managing that. They work a lot with New Zealand plant and food, and that relationship goes back, you know, much further than me. But they're really bringing um, solutions, I guess, 
uh, to life. But they understand that the grower is more challenged than ever. So they're looking at whatever challenge the grower has. You know, what 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 does the grower need to bring to market to be more successful? Is it is it better flavor? Does that come with better sizing, uh, better yield? Um, is it is it uh, varieties that are tolerant to one type of climate or another, mm-hmm. uh, or is it something unique that um, that we can tout to retailers that that's going to bring uh, that's going to bring a, a, a big new splash in the marketplace? So they are constantly evaluating genetics and and bringing bringing that through trial, and then they're very very careful as to what they release. I mean that there's thousands and thousands of varieties that that we breed and and never make it to the final cut so it's goes through a very very selective process um over quite an extensive period of time especially for apples it, from the time we cross two flowers um you know it could be 10 years before we release an apple variety and that yeah. might even be just on a trial basis and so you know, it, it takes another 10 years to even uh, figure out if that's going to work and ramp up the acreage. So they're they're managing that process. And it's it's it was kind of part of the company before. But now Venture Fruit is off and running and just taking over that process completely. And it's, it's good to have that focus, I think, in that area for us, because that's really been something the company has prized and done well over the years and, and got us to it's under this point of 125 years. And and I think will help us launch us the next hundred plus years. Yeah, no, well, I love the tagline, right? Foraging the future of fruit. And I think it's, you know, yeah. definitely, that definitely sums up exactly what you just said. Well, let's, let's talk about the, I mean, let's get into it a little bit because I, it is, you know, it is a damn good apple. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be biased and say it's something that's in my house. You know, when I, when I get it and when I see it, I buy it and it's a, it's a, it's a good apple folks. There's no two ways about it. So you're growing these things both, both conventionally and organically, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then your what about like your organic acreage increasing? I mean, are you seeing demand coming more on that side than the other? Or what do you think about that? Yeah, we're I think we're close to 20% organic now. And this next coming year, we have quite a bit of acreage transitioning to organic. Um so much so that we're actually is gonna have a booth at the organic show in in Monterey in July. And nice. we'll be there. And also any retailers that might be listening to this program, please come by because you know we we'd love to talk and 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 even though we're not the sales agent and you're working directly with our sales agents to, to procure the product, I think we we can talk about expanding what we can do digitally to enhance the sales of the apples uh, in store, particularly in stores where signage is allowed. Uh, brand support. We're doing a lot online to help support the sales of the apples. Um, and then also just doing some fun things in certain geographies, like taking over a city and doing billboards and, and some radio tags, TV tags. And, and when we come into a particular retail uh, geography with those types of programs, we want you know to give every retailer the opportunity to be on board and take advantage of that as well. So Come by and see us in in, in Monterey in July. Uh, we'd love to, to sit down and, and talk about how we can help you sell more MB apples. And and uh, our 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 research on this apple just keeps getting better every time we do third party research. It really does show it's the dominant uh, leading apple. It, there are other good varieties out there, but it it still comes out number one every time. It's the one kind of winning the most nowadays well it's become kind of a global phenomenon i mean you've got a large follower of believers you got you know people from j-lo to foodies to 
influencers all singing their praises, right? So that's kind of cool. Um, and and Envy's, you know, I want to talk a little bit about how you kind of came to the Envy, right? Or just as, as much as you can, info you can say, because, you know, as I, I sent this over to you, my thought was like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's a kind of a blend between a Brayburn and a Gala is kind of where the basis comes from. And it's not like you guys sat around the kids, well, let's just make applesauce and see if this tastes any good. And then we'll figure out how to grow a tree. Right. I mean, it's not quite that simple. Can you talk about the process a little bit about how you came about discovering envy or what it was and, and you know, what the methods are and how you kind of go about doing that? Cause it's really kind of fascinating because the average person doesn't understand. I don't think all to your point, you've got thousands of different things you're working on to get to one. Yeah, and just to shout back on on some of those endorsements that you just mentioned, um, you know, we're not we're not paying for many of those, like the James Gordon show, yeah, Late I mean, show, yeah. And they kind of went on a rant about envy that one night. You would have think that we somehow paid for that or planned it, but that was all completely organic. Um, yeah, happened and showing up on Jeopardy and and all these other uh, a lot of these other endorsements we're getting are just all organic and. We're not even paying for most of them, um, but going back to you know how Envy came about. I mean, I've been around varietal development um, for decades now, and 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 I wasn't I wasn't part of the initial process. And we actually just had someone retire this past year who who was and and really did a good job putting together a world class grower program in Washington. If if you talk to people about you know you know EPIs grower footprint in Washington, they'll tell you it's, it's the group of the best growers in, in Washington. Um, but, you know, typically when, when varietal development happens, it, you know, sometimes, you know, you've, you've got a, a block or a trial of all these different varieties. And it, it, this is going to sound a little hokey and a little far out there, or, or maybe a little too woo-woo for some people, but sometimes there's just like that holy grail moment. There's like, you know, you're walking through the orchard of, of these varietal blocks. And then, then there's just this light that kind of comes down. And, and I think envy was kind of one of those moments. I think certainly from the, from the, the, the tastings of the early, the early product from the, from the first cross to uh, replicating that into, 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 into the small block trials to eventually going into small grower trials, it just kept being consistent. It was, it had everything the growers wanted. I mean, today to succeed in, in, in apples in, in the Washington industry, the way that I'm, the Washington apple industry is is uh, set up, you have to have uh, a variety that that's that's got good flavor that that's going to have appeal to, to retailers. You yeah. have to have a variety that has good sizing because uh, small sizing or is is not the sizing that that brings in the the kind of revenue that make a grower profitable. Then you have to have a competitive yield, and Envy had all three. Envy had all three with some with with decent color profile, and um, and I think that's what captivated everybody from the beginning to know that every every year that that happened consistently. Wow, this is more and more special. And, yeah. Uh, and and boy, you talk to our growers, and they all believe in Envy. I mean, they they all they they grow a lot of other varieties that they don't they don't say that about. But they all believe in envy, and they're very vocal about it. Well, yeah, and I mean, look, the apple is the apple is is found a home, right? I mean, I, and I'm just going to throw out a big question, let you just run with it however you want. But you know, consumer taste buds 
are tricky. They're fickle. Consumers are very fickle. They're hot and cold with a lot of things. And when you have that consistency, like you, you know, like I just framed up that you guys have seen, that's pretty powerful. So what's the other data saying about it before is, you know, what customers say about flavor and their feedback? I don't know, market share, whatever the hell you want to throw out there. Because I, you know, I, I, I think that, is that the power of something good that tastes good and consumers are going to resonate to that and stay consistent to it. Yeah, I think there's just no stopping in the, um, we've been enjoying, uh, you know, category growth. You know, I, I look at the latest four weeks data, the latest 13 weeks data and, and the year over year data. It's, I've really been drilled down on the latest four week data um, for the, about the past eight months because it's been huge double digits growth over that same period for the prior year. And uh, mostly in the 20s, uh, percentiles mid twenties for both for wow. both sales and volume, which and they've been and it's been fairly consistent between sales and volume. Um, with you know, sometimes it could just be a volume play only without the sales or or or, or the other way around, mm-hmm. but it's been fairly consistent in both sales and volume. And we've even had some months, some periods, be in the thirties uh, in terms of growth. So we still have room for growth. Um, our ACV is, you know, it was it was pretty low when I got here. It, it's 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 getting up there. Um, there's, I think, our our challenge is probably trying to find a way to get into more of the value stores mm-hmm. um, that maybe that tend to steer away from the premium segment, but would still love to offer the product there. I think it's it's something that you know there are even in value stores there are trade offs where where consumers will. Uh, Choose a a premium item, um, but I but other than that, we we are successful in getting in, in pretty much every other retailer uh, across the country, and uh, it's just been a phenomenal growth story. And it you know the vision is is playing out you know very similar to how I looked at it when I originally interviewed for this job. I you know, I went and tasted the apple myself before I came to interview uh, for NB, and and uh, I knew this. Apple, I knew this product had a good, a good vision, a good future in it. And it, it's yeah. just playing out that well. And I think there's, there's no stopping it. I think in terms of where that goes in the category perspective, mm-hmm. I think it's probably uh, an upgraded Fuji replacement. Um, I don't think there's any Fuji being planted much anywhere nowadays. I think a lot of Fuji is actually being grafted over to varieties like Envy uh, and, and Fuji's a variety that has been around a long time now. Long I remember time. when I had my first Fuji's probably back in the 80s. And I thought, wow, this is a better apple than, than, than eating some of the other stuff that was around at that time. Um, but but it, I think it's kind of played itself out. And, and that's okay because things improve. We don't, you know, not every variety needs to be like Red Delicious and be around for 140 years. Um, you know, I think some varieties, you know, can move through a system in, in 20 or 40 years. And I think uh, it, it's probably going to take over more of that Fuji space. And mm-hmm. uh, and I think you'll see it go from, you know, as a relatively new variety, we typically haven't been <clears throat> on that end cap or that secondary display. But I think as we start moving into more volume this coming season, you'll see us come to that end cap or waterfall display and, and have more secondary displays. And and, we, and we've predominantly been uh, just a bulk placement with retailers up until uh, this past season. But 
moving forward, we'll not only have a bulk and, and a bag, but we'll have an organic placement as well. And then we're That's trying awesome. to work on some new fun packaging items as well um, um, in, a more, in a more premium way as well. But, um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of growth that can still happen with MV and, and coming and, and that's what we're working on. That's what our team's working on. And that's what we we're here to help support building the brand. Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, looking at what the data says, looking at what consumers say, you know, you, you're, you're in a very envious position. Like I did that. Like, it's like saying, you know, we're getting into weeds. I'm my materials always fresh. Fence, my materials always have right. that one at all. I'm no, sure. but it just came to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher whatever and it comes up next. I feel so proud of myself. But you know, you've got a product that when people try it, they don't go back and say, I'm gonna go try to find that apple again, right? They go back and say, I'm gonna go try to find that indie apple. I think that's really powerful. That's that's really helping you guys along in some ways. Is that it's it's envy before the word apple every time with consumers. And I think that that's something that is from the retail sector they need to factor in that A, they've got a premium quality. You've got a really good flavor. You've got something that is going to help drive consumption because it because it because it becomes more friendly to people because it has a name in front of it, right? And I and you know and Fuji, I get all that, right? But I mean, you're building a brand around that name, and I think it's really something that as a as a retailer or somebody that works with the retail sector, it's a powerful way of being able to lift up the entire category by being able to to incorporate all the moving parts that you're bringing to the table. So kudos for the work you're doing because because you like you guys are not just sitting around you know, using felt pens to color stuff. You are, to your point, you've got billboards, science, all this other crap that you guys are doing. You're really working hard to make this a part of the food conversation. And it's, it's, it's working. Yeah. And uh, I'm so, I'm so bullish on the variety. I'm I'm actually thinking about changing my middle name to Envy so I can be Envy Lopes. Weird. And um, Envy Lopes, you know what? You win. I thought my wee joke was good. You win. I'm out. I'm I'm bowing down. I'm not even going to try. You, you literally. I was on a high right now because I threw a couple good ones out there, and you just crushed me. You just literally just crushed me. Oh, well, it I'm wouldn't be take- that hard. My middle initials already E, so just you know. I like the it. NBY too. Vince MV, Vince MV Lopes. I, I don't. I, at that point, I'm kind of done. I don't know what else to ask you. You've stopped me dead. I'll drop the Vinny, and I'll just be known as as the, Lopes. Of, as the named person Envelopes. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I'm sure the Envy brand won't mind. <laughs> next either. time you see, I'm just gonna tell you. Next time I see you, I think Vince is not coming out of my mouth ever again. It's just you're done. <laughs> I'm just letting you know you're stuck with it now. I love it. Anything exciting new coming up? I know we talked about, you know, you've got some different partnerships coming up. You did a lot of the Hallmark channel. You've got some cool stuff there that, that is people are going to be able to see in a much more, you know, in a much bigger way. Um, but what's next? Anything exciting coming up the rest of the year? You're going to OPS, which will be fun. We'll be able to hang out a little bit in Monterey where it's sunny yeah. today, by the way, in case anybody didn't hear him say that in the beginning of the show. Um, but yeah, anything coming up for the rest of 2023? Yeah, a lot, actually, probably more than, I have stage to talk about, but, uh, you know, really, um, proud of some of the work we're doing, uh, with, 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 um, feeding some people that, that are in need. Um, I'm actually going to be running off to, um, a program that I just learned about this year, but it's called Christmas con. It's in, it's in Overland park, uh, Kansas. And, one of our influencers, one of our few paid influencers, was actually uh, Andrew Walker, who um, many people know as kind of the main guy on Hallmark, which is interesting because I've I've seen many of his movies 
over the years. I never knew that we would actually be working with him, but he's actually a very interesting person. He has his uh, own juice company, believes in a healthy lifestyle. Um, but Christmas Con is an event. It's kind of like Christmas in July, but a lot of the, uh, you know, Hallmark or Great American uh, uh, type people or actors are there. There's a big following. Um, and Andrew's going to have our apples in the booth. And uh, cool. and it should be a good chance to meet him in, in person, which I haven't yet. I, the rest of our team has, but I, I, I've been the one that hasn't yet. So, um, but the Hallmark, um, we've been supporting Hallmark or, or been promoting through Hallmark now for, I think we're going on our fourth year. And it's it's been a really good fit for the Envy brand. It's really, um, I think, provided a halo effect over the brand. We, we kind of hit it hard in that November, December timeframe. Uh, I don't know that any other um, TV channel kind of owns the, the network the way the Countdown to Christmas program does. It's crazy what those guys have done. It's crazy what Hallmark's yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, the amount of new Christmas movies they make every single year is 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 pretty is pretty amazing. And you know, but, it's funny, um, though, but they make them all like in July because they just they just they gotta do yeah. better face. They gotta do better face now. I'm not being critical, I'm just saying. No, I, I'm aware <laughs> of that. And they shoot a lot of them like in Vancouver and places in Canada as well. But uh no, so I'm I'm off to that. <clears throat> cool. Other than that, I've to New Zealand coming up later in June. Um, be at Asia Fruit Logistica in September. Yeah. So, um, and then I'll be as well. And, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to our, our team. I, I'm really happy with our team here at, at EPI. Um, you know, we have the, the grower operations um, sales support side that just does a great job working with our growers out in the field and in our packing sheds making sure that we're putting up uh, a great product from both in the field, uh, you know, through to our consumer. And then our marketing team, um, just really great, genuine team, just doing great work, uh, very well grounded. Um, I've never been happier working with such a tight, close-knit team than I've been here at NB Apples. It's, we're a small team, we're only about 10 people, but, um, just the just the genuineness and and the the comfort level that we all have with each other, um, just amazing group of people to work with, and and uh, and really, uh, I'm just very very pleased that 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 I'm associated with them all. It's a, it's an honor to be uh, amongst them um, day in and day out. That folks is a good place to wrap this up. I love it. Can't top that. What am I going to throw on top of that? Besides that, I mean, you've already thrown out envelopes, so I can't, I mean, I'm already baffled with that as it is. What a great conversation. What, and thanks for sharing, you know, all aspects of what TNG is and all aspects of what Envy is. I really appreciate that because, I, you know, it makes it a little more real. It's, it puts a lot more behind it when you think about 125 years of tradition and that guardianship and what it means and why it's important to you all and why this brand, I think, has is, is got a long runway ahead of it and why it's a fan favorite and why it's going to continue to be one. And I, so I appreciate you being here and hanging out. Absolutely. And uh, love doing this. And, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. Todd is great. It's absolutely a pleasure. Envy Lopes is here, everybody. Envy Lopes is on the screen with us today. And I love it. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you being here. Remember, Go inspire somebody today, just the way Envy, Envy Lopes inspired me to keep calling him Envy Lopes for the rest of this broadcast. 
go inspire somebody today. It's incredibly important. Just telling somebody hello can lift their spirits up. You have no idea what path they're walking, but you can make a difference in it. And you can make a difference in your own day by throwing a little love and kindness out there, kids. Love and kindness goes a long way and we need a lot more of it. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on uh, social media, TLC underscore Todd Versation. Envelopes, do you know why I'm on social media? Why, Todd? Because I am going to promote Envelopes all day today on social media to millions of people and, and feel really good about it for the rest of the afternoon. That's why I'm on social media. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Vince, I appreciate you, brother. I'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. See ya. Cheers.